WeTransfer has an advertising-based business model and a subscription-based business model. And the strength of that is that you can offer, you know, for example, you can use the file sharing product on WeTransfer for free, but it is actually profitable for WeTransfer oh. because of the advertising. Right, there's some incredibly gorgeous ads on, on WeTransfer. They're works of art in, in the background. And so some of the world's leading creative brands like you know, the, the LVMHs, the, the, the Gucci's, the St. Laurent's, uh, Squarespace, Apple are advertising on WeTransfer because they want, to, they want to be part of the great creative audience that is on, on WeTransfer. Usually as storage or file sending like, you know, is a loss leader for companies, but it is actually a, you know, it's actually a profitable offering because of the advertising for WeTransfer. Um, there aren't many companies in the world that can actually do that, offer functionality for free and also as a subscription. Welcome to 14 Minutes of SaaS, the show where you can listen to the stories and opinions of founders of the world's most remarkable SaaS scale-ups. Episode 104 of 14 Minutes of SaaS is the fourth in a six-part series with George Pechnik, recorded at the Web Summit in Lisbon. We hear why WeTransfer can dance with the big tech monoliths like Google, Apple, and Microsoft. And we also get a history lesson in the maritime origins of the stock exchange, which originated out of Amsterdam. I think I skipped something because when you created Paste, it was for a collaboration. And I think that the thing I missed listening to is that actually the bit where you're talking about team to team collaboration is partly to do with WeTransfer. Is, is the, so you were already looking at collaboration with Paste, but where you want, you know, at an enterprise level or a larger level, uh, a more complex level, um, more connections, it's, uh, that's where, that's part of where WeTransfer yeah, is. Yeah, I mean, it's like from a, like having a larger audience, right? I mean, at some point, you know, the, I mean, I will just talk straight up like, you know, business, a business, you know, the business realities is like, you know, you need a, you need deliver vehicles to get your product out. And especially if you're building a SaaS product or a team collaboration product, those, it's the channel, those, the, the channel is incredibly important, right? Because Especially like, you know, building a, a single tool that, you know, one person buys like paper or pencil, like it's easy to build up a direct to consumer type relationship. You know, the purchasing decision is pretty straightforward. I like it or I don't, and you buy it done. For a SaaS product, a team collaboration product, it is actually a con much more, it's more of an, it's a considered, it's an investment purchase for that team, right? So you need a, a different type of channel. Um, you know, a lot of the mechanisms, like when you look at the App Store, actually, these are individual purchase channels, right? Yeah. You, you can't actually sell to a team in, in, inside of the App Store, right? The way how this entire thing with iTunes IDs is set up, um, it's actually you can't sell team products, uh, right? So you do need a direct consumer or customer relationship there, right? And so, you know, WeTransfer had or has a, has a lot of that, right? So there's a huge channel. And for us, like with Paste in particular, the, the idea is like what Paste does um, for teams is it becomes like their visual heartbeat. It is essentially where a company can see all the work that happens. Um, it's like, it's a, it's a much, you know, it's, we, we took sort of a cue of, you know, the, the presentation tool, the, you know, the, the keynotes, 
um, the slides, right? But really elevated the role of the storyboard, right? You're always instead of being focused on the slide, you know, we really keep people, we keep the story as a whole in focus. The reason is if everyone is doing this while they're creating, it means that they have a great summary, a visual summary of the work that they're doing, right? And at that point, you can actually then make sure that the entire team can see that. So one of the radical things in Paste is that. You know, by default, like those 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 presentation decks are shared with the entire company, right? So, you know, if you go to like WeTransfer and go on to Paste, you'll see all the sales decks. You'll see, um, unless of course they're private and confidential, right? Then you make sure. them so. But the but you'll see all the like you know the the you'll see all the sales decks. You'll see all the product development. You'll see what's coming through the marketing department. Like I mean, it's an incredibly visual and vibrant and exciting place in Paste. And you know, like the vision there really is that we want to make this like this bright, well-lit, pleasant like studio where the you can you can be inspired by the ideas of your colleagues, right? We want to get to a place where where your your favorite moment you know of work is in the morning, where you get to like essentially see sort of a summary of all the great ideas and all the great projects that your teams have been working on. You can visually actually see that. That's so that's so that's, so that's the journey that we're on uh, with with paste, right? And that's then part of that larger narrative, um, you know, of the movement of ideas. Taking you back a tiny bit there, when you talked about Channel Whirly, who I introduced, who, who I interviewed on this uh, from Texas, he's he's an inventor as well as an entrepreneur, and he was an IBM master inventor. And of course, IBM hmm. produces more patents than any yeah. company in the world every year for the last twenty-two years. Yeah. Something incredible entity in historic context and it, despite its trouble you know it's had, had some struggles really moving in the, in the SAS era let's say um, but uh, you know he realized when he first made that leap into being an entrepreneur that actually because he, he thought he was Whoa, I'm amazing I've had 16 inventions but he realized that he could pretty much invent anything and they could throw it into the IBM channel mm -hmm. and they'd sell a certain quantity mm -hmm. of it and then he realized that whoa it's very, very different when you haven't got that ready-made. Um, so I know it was it, it, your reasons for connecting up with um, WeTransfer are, are quite deep, and yeah. they're cultural. They're uh, they're the why the, you match up very, very well. But equally, there is right. that whole uh, yeah. We now have a bigger audience. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There is the channel, and the other piece, the third component here is actually also the business model is super unique, right? Ah. So WeTransfer has an advertising-based business model and a subscription-based business model. And the strength of that is that you can offer, you know, for example, if you can use the file sharing product on WeTransfer for free, but it is actually profitable for WeTransfer uh, because of the advertising, right? There's some incredibly gorgeous ads on, on WeTransfer. They're works of art in, in the background. And so some of the world's leading creative brands like you know the, the LVMHs, the, the, the Gucci's, the Saint Laurent's, uh, Squarespace, Apple are advertising on WeTransfer because they want to they want to be part of the great creative audience that is on, on WeTransfer, right? So it's a really really interesting thing is that like you know usually as storage or file sending like you know is a loss leader for companies, but it is actually a you know it's actually a profitable offering because of the advertising for WeTransfer. That's amazing. Maybe we need a new term for it. Yeah, maybe, maybe a freemium with a pH. It's, it's or, or, or it's a or it's a negative cost of acquisition. That's okay. another That's way. More complex it. though. <laughs> That's true. So and then there is the and then there is That's the and then there is the subscription service, right? And subscription business that that um, that's about you know the other half of the business. Uh, that is then more of a you know 
like a recurring revenue subscription type SaaS business. SaaS-based thing. Right. And you know, roughly, how does that divide up, and which one is which one is growing, and which one is it is it is they're they're both growing. Um, they it, it it is about you know they're 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 both pretty equally strong at this moment in time. Um, the important thing here is that from from my perspective, like again, it's going back to sort of that third component. Um, there aren't many companies in the world that can actually do that, offer functionality for free, and also as a subscription. Maybe one other that can do yes, it well, which is Google. Yeah. Okay. Right, but we have a very different relationship to people's data. Have Google? Do you think Google have their BDI on you? How do you How do you feel? With, on WeTransfer, like I don't yeah. know. Yeah, I have yeah. no idea. Yeah, that's. I guess that happens at some point, maybe. Yeah, who knows? But, but it's it, not your concern. You're not worried about that at the moment. Are you? It's. I mean. Yeah, I mean, Google is just it's a juggernaut, right? It's a, sure. It's like I. Like, it's it's distracted anyway. It, you need to be huge to like, before they really start. Yeah, I, I think it's it's like I mean I what Google does like two hundred fifty billion dollars in revenues, right? When like when you compare that to like I think Apple is somewhere in three hundred fifty, right? But Apple sells hardware, right? Yeah. And Google does all of this like through. It's incredible. Just, just like it's it is truly incredible, right? Yeah. That that amount. So in in many ways, um, you know this is this is going back to like you know the, those questions of focus and what is you're working on, like if. If if there is a beast that generates two hundred fifty billion dollars, right? It's, you know that that is that's a monster. Who knows where that beast really is going, right? Yeah, and, yeah. and it takes you for the ride at some point. And um, you know that's that's. So I, I I don't know how Google makes makes decisions. I mean it's. Yeah. It's, well, I, but but even by the way you answer it means it's not really on the table for you guys. You're more focused on, on we're, doubling we're focused down on, on what you're doing. Yeah, yeah, and making essentially, you know. So it feels like you're the only player of the, in the field. It's. I would put it this way: in a, in a in in a landscape where big technology companies and their platforms are so dominant and are so powerful, right? Having a business, right, that has that hybrid business model where you can counter and interact with your consumer either with free or subscription, mm -hmm. that's what makes it so powerful because you're actually, it's, I think WeTrans is one of the few companies that can, you know, dance yeah. with the big tech companies, right, but can do it authentically because we don't, we do not depend on their distribution. Amazing. Right? So that's like the moment you enter, like you know, the moment you enter on you know Apple's territory, you're building on you know borrowed land to a certain extent. Sure, sure. If you are dependent on search traffic, well, Google, you know, AW you're AWS. If you well, you probably built on AWS. We are built on AWS, yeah. but that's yeah. different. I mean, they're they're just yeah. a service provider to 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 it, do we transfer. It's in, that in their interest that you succeed. That's, that's right. So yeah. you know, yes, we you know we transfer is a, is a very very large AWS customer, right? Yeah. yeah. So but that's sort of like when you look at sort of the you know. Um, you know those those big like we're not in the data business like Facebook or in that relationship like so we don't have to negotiate any of those complexities and that's actually really you know refreshing yeah. and also being in the Netherlands it's like a whole different it's a different culture so, so talk about that because you're you're um, by now you've been back and forth to Amsterdam quite a lot uh, I mean I th I think you're still living in New York yeah, um, New York but you must be spending a couple of months a year or mm. two or three months a year in Amsterdam how are you finding the I mean, it's I, to me it would be fun, but how are you finding kind of working all of that out? Um, yeah, well, so there's the new Amsterdam and the old Amsterdam, right? New okay. York and and uh, that's true, actually. Of is, course, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's until the Brits change the name, right? 
I, I'm not sure how that all happened, but it's like the first world's first stock exchange was in Amsterdam, right? And so that's like another one of those connection points. So, so tell us about the world's first stock exchange what, you, from Amsterdam. Well, this is okay. In Amsterdam, the first, like, I think it is East, Dutch East Indies trading company. I'm Dutch not, East Indies, yeah. Right. So the first shares and first stocks actually were shares in a boat. Like, you know, shipping and sending out boats uh, was an expensive and risky endeavor, right? You know, so people pooled together money, bought shares in, in a boat, and if the boat came back, you, you'd get a cut of the haul. Yeah. And, you know, when you think about the world of venture today and risk. venture investing, it's very similar to that. Like risk. Yeah. People come together and, you know, say like, here's, here's this team. We know they can sail a boat. What's the boat? What's your tech? And, you know, people will take different shares and go in on, 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 on sort of, uh, you know, that journey. So it's actually quite, quite exciting to see sort of, and, and why is this relevant? Like, you know, what we really started to just appreciate and enjoy about, you know, um, you know, the, the Dutch or Amsterdam in particular, it's, it's a super pragmatic place. Yeah. Um, there is a business-minded sense to it yeah. um, that actually led to also very, very open and tolerant culture, right? And that's, and you'll see that actually in particular in WeTransfer, a lot of the, the, the topics and the causes the company embraces, um, you know, come from an environment of, you know, acceptance and tolerance. Absolutely. And so about like 30% of WeTransfer's ads for example, go towards causes and, and campaigns, cool. everything from um, speaking out against gun violence or advocating for gun control um, to... 30%? 30%, yeah. That's amazing. It's a, it's a huge amount. It's wow. a huge amount. Wow. Right. So, it's, it's so you guys felt very, very comfortable, you know, yeah, yeah. being acquired by, by, on many levels by WeTransfer. When I was looking at some of the venture integration processes that had been part in the past, like Nokia and Microsoft, Nokia and, and Danger, like there was no hard. It's it's a very it's these 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 look very different than than this acquisition here, right? Because yeah. for us, it was actually coming together on the brand and on a cultural level first, and then everything else follows from that. It's a very different process from like you know, hey, no, we're, we need to like seize this one market opportunity or this, this particular widget that completes that widget. It's, which is, and again, I'm not saying that one is better than the other. It is just, a, it's a very different process. And yes, WeTransfer has shown like publicly, like in so many ways that they, they you know, they stand and support Good stuff. creativity. In the next episode, 105 of 14 Minutes of SAS, the fifth in our six-part series with George Pechnik, we're reminded of the power that content holds, and we get a great real-life lesson in how much observing the way content is consumed can tell us about what people really care about, and by extension, how we can better understand how products can be evolved to respond to that. We also hear George's take on some of the cultural differences between Amsterdamers and New Yorkers. You've been listening to 14 Minutes of SaaS. Thanks to Mike Quill for his creativity and problem-solving skills, to Ketsu for the music, and to Anders Getz for the transcript. This episode was brought to you by me, Stephen Cummins. If you enjoyed the podcast, please don't forget to share it with your network, subscribe to the series, and of course, give the show a rating.